Welcome to another episode of... Kiefer. I barely knew her. Podcast where we watch a movie, smoke a bunch of weed, and then dive in and find some realizations. As you should. Every time. And as always, we're joined by my lovely Bee. Oh, hey, man. And my wonderful husband, Chris. How's it going? And uh, tonight, we have watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space. 1988. 88. Classic. Oh, yeah. So what are you excited to talk about? I'm excited to talk about a uh, possibility that um, this is their return trip from having taken a trip forever ago. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when they stopped here to stock up on food, they created the clowns that we know today that have just kind of been transformed over the years. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you? Uh, I'm excited to talk about uh, the odds that even among their own people, their own species, these are still psychopathic clowns that enjoy <laughs> killing. This is not necessarily a representation of their of their people. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting uh, yeah. way to look at this. So we're going to uh, smoke up and uh, get our brain juices flowing. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to get to where we're about to get. See you there. And we're back. And hi. <laughs> All right, Chris. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 1988. Where did this story take you? <laughs> oh, so many places. Just, <laughs> just so many places. So I couldn't help but wonder, you know, these clowns. They just show up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. start harvesting people. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Something that you pointed out. Was it seem like there were already people on there, so who knows? Yeah, there were cocoons on there. They'd been there five minutes. Come on. Come well, on. at least we knew they'd been there five minutes. Okay, in that they tiny... They presented that area. In that tiny town, between the time it took the old man who was right next to it, to these two idiots driving over, right. there's no way there are that many people around they can pull off the highway. That's fair. Except they got Joe Lombardo. Joe Lombardo! <laughs> So I'm I'm wondering, mm-hmm. is this kind of them on their return trip from having gone to somewhere a really long time ago? Mm-hmm. They found Earth. They were out of food. They stopped to find it. Boom, people. They continue <laughs> Boom, on with it. <laughs> poplars. Bam. Done. A billion oh. sold. Um, <laughs> so essentially they, they knew that on their way home from wherever it was that they were going, that they could stop back at this place to get yeah, food again. Yeah. They heard it was, it was okay. Right. And, uh, so that would kind of add some additional explanation as to why jesters had such elevated rights <laughs> in mm. the kingdom. People were afraid of them. Yeah, no. You know? and, and and that but that's a point that the movie even discussed is we say that about the pyramids, aliens maybe came back. Who's to say? <laughs> yeah, who's to say that uh, aliens didn't come back from the for the Middle Ages and or even before then, who knows? Who knows? These are remnants of uh, a past civilization. 
Maybe the Atlanteans. <laughs> Shout um, out. Um, I I I could see that though with uh, with jesters. Yeah. Like you said, they they had some power to be able to make fun of the king and get away with that for you know a bit. But it makes sense to me that that may be something that started because they were killer clowns. But then when the killer clowns left and the kings realized these had no true power, then they started to lose power as well. And then maybe the clowns came back during vaudevillian days <laughs> <laughs> where, where clowns, uh, you know. Hey, you know, they could have yeah. inspired mime, you know. They don't talk, really. Yeah, that's a really I mean, I guess point. they do have some alien language in some different parts, but when they're around people, but it sounds the most part. like just a, I don't know, audio wave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just weird. Some really, really ridiculous. This whole thing could <laughs> explain mm -hmm. some of these. Uh, so I don't know. I guess I was just really high, and I thought it was an interesting sort of connection. Yeah. When it comes to those kinds of uh, theories. Explaining away civilization's abilities to do things. Yeah, that that really could. Yeah. How do you feel about that, white people? <laughs> you didn't learn how to make castles. Killer clowns <laughs> from outer space came down. They showed you after murdering some of your people. I mean, considering <laughs> some of the or uh, misrepresenting the halos that are around people's heads, it's actually just mostly bald. Hair and oh, has God. light shining through it, you know. Oh wow, you're taking it biblical. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Wow, how many light years could they have traveled in that much time, going somewhere, but then also taking into account them coming back? So we'd have to cut that time in half in light years, <laughs> I guess, or the distance in half. Wow, that. That goes that. I don't yeah. know if I can wrap my head around that. It gets a little weird. It's it a little weird. You smoke the weed and it shows you things, babe. It shows you. <laughs> you make the connection. And you know what my my biggest block is on it? What? I'll admit my biggest block is. Yeah, but you know, fashions didn't really have polka dots and stripes. You would think that they would start to emulate the clouds. <laughs> and oh, yeah, that's man. my takeaway: is that there weren't more patterned. Uh, clothing from back then to show that they but I really have no fucking clue I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> it's my assumption that they're just very drab garments because um, they're in a desert but I think thinking back it's probably budgetary constraints where they don't have any kind of decoration on clothing well I was thinking about <laughs> and I mean I mean animating things about Bible times and making movies and TV shows. So they here's... portray it as being super drab, but that's probably because it's cheaper to, ha to make clothing without pads. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what if the ability to weave fabrics and different things like that hadn't been developed enough when they came through the first time, and that's why jesters were patchwork. Because you had to take Ooh. different pieces of cloth to be able to make those patterns that the aliens showed up with because we didn't know how to make that shit. Oh, man. That's why it's a motley <laughs> patchwork garb. 
<laughs> the expression you're giving me right now is... <laughs> I feel very powerfully... That was a mic drop right there. It was. I was going to say it feels like a very powerful mic drop kind of situation. All right. I will, I will accept that. Uh, I will that accept would, the theory. See, that would speak to how long ago it could have happened. Mm-hmm. So... that's where my head's going right now it's just but see your thought was maybe these are leftover bodies from the last time they came around which good lord who knows how long ago that was yeah but who knows how long cotton candy preserves things (laughs) you know (laughs) they say okay so just think about this genetically speaking there's this this point in time where there was a major bottleneck in genetic diversity. How bi- how much of the population do you think they took be? Wow. I'm, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying. Some of the stuff kind of is lining up. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really weird, and I don't want to actually be the beginning of a conspiracy theory, but this feels like it could. Well, we've, we've talked about, um, you know, the plague and everything like that and how... You can see patterns going back. So, yeah, yeah. another creepy... Th- you know, maybe there's a an annual event for the clowns somewhere, so they swing by every once in a while. And by annual, I mean whatever However many. that is for them. Yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. This is going places, B. Places I never thought it would. Yeah. But see... <laughs> Uh, okay, I do want to point out, though, uh, do you think there's a possibility that these um, cocoons are from beings of other planets? Do you mm. think they stop elsewhere? They're like variety in their diet. Well. I mean, Joe Lombardo wasn't from another <laughs> planet, but. <laughs> oh, man. But if you think about it, when, when, when they first got here. And Joe Lombardo was in there. Mm-hmm. Those shelves were nearly bare. You know? Yeah. There were, there were right. some. So and that nearly, could have been left over, nearly. like you're saying, from another planet. And that could be just, that's what they're doing. They're planet hopping, collecting however much they need to fill their, their wares. And they just... Their, their pantry. They like exotic foods and they want to stop at every planet and try everything. Oh, man. Oh, man. Or, or, or. Or. Okay. okay. So there's this dude <laughs> in the movie. He he looks to be the glutton of the group. He comes through when uh, Death Oh, one Stalker, of the clowns, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. What, what's his the, name again? Uh, Mike. Mike? Yeah. <laughs> right? But the, right. the other movie that he's in that we watched, something that made fun of him. No, it was Dave. I'm sorry. Dave is the Dave. cop. Mike was the gaslighter. Um, <laughs> gaslighter <laughs> racist. Um, yeah. um, wait a second. Okay, so you're talking about the clown in the police station. I'm talking about right? the clown when they were inside the ship. Oh, and he's clownzilla. walking around. Yeah, clownzilla. The, yeah, the dude who's, mm-hmm. He he looks to be the glutton of the group. Yes, is, uh, yes, what I would, I would say, and. Uh, he he's 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 tapping in before it's even probably fully fully done. He's like, I I gotta sample this. I can't control myself. Mm. What if he 
went through their food supply faster than he should have. Oh, yeah. And they sneaking those little slurps. (laughs) Doing that every day. He uses a jumbo straw. That's how he gets through it so fast. So I'm just saying that could also be another reason they had to come through. And they also didn't trust him to bring bodies back. (laughs) He had to stay on the ship. He had to stay on the ship. He's sulking. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to go out. No. You know what happened last time? (laughs) We were on planet XB-51. There was nothing to bring back to the ship. We need to harvest, okay? Harvest first. Play second. I understand you're hungry. I get it. (laughs) I'm hungry too. And so is everybody else. (laughs) We need this for all of us. That's why that one guy was sneaking slurps. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not good at rationing me. No. Not at no. all. Self-control problem, I think. <laughs> I think it's a species-wide issue. <laughs> Impulse control. <laughs> uh, that could definitely be argued. They don't know how to manage emotions. Not one bit. <laughs> oh, my God. But, so, that actually brings us to my uh, question. Is this an invasion, or is this just a rogue group of murderers who just <laughs> love coming through and eating people and killing them however they want to? It's a terrorist group that we yeah. that Not... we end up using as a uh, one-size-fits-all <laughs> representation of the clown alien race. And the reason I point that out... It, it, that it, I don't think this is an invasion is because they seem to truly enjoy this. Yeah, they get a lot of their pleasure from all the murder. Uh, You know, you don't usually see soldiers enjoy themselves that much. There's a lot of administrative work going on there. A lot. (laughs) A whole lot. So here's the the question then, B. Mm -hmm. They say that individuals that work in high-capacity slaughterhouses and things... Yeah. Uh changes them (laughs) okay (laughs) so i'm just sitting here thinking and wondering they view us as food what if that's all they do they just harvest food and bring it back to the clown place and it was our turn (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if they have a planet b i don't know if it's like a cluster of like large ships and space stations we have no idea who's to say speculating on this would be just A fool's errand. Waste of time. You can't speculate on where they live. So you just say the clown place. (laughs) The clown place. All right. Okay. So then go back to the clown place. Um, That is actually a reasonable uh, explanation. There's always some movie that has a platoon that's just been in it too long. For way too long. And just starts to enjoy it too much and... So if you definitely get that group together, I'm, I could see them being assigned. And then you also think this. about the fact that they're going over vast distances, interstellar space. Yeah. So there's huge lulls <laughs> after murdering large groups of people. Yeah, you you get some pent-up energy, I guess. That's, but... <laughs> yeah, one way to put it. Absolutely. But you know what else? What? That I didn't even consider till right now. They have a lot of fun weapons up their sleeves. They really do. How do you not laugh when you get to murder people through shadow puppets? 
<laughs> that's just, that's good. That's good stuff. It is good stuff. And you know, you get them when they're young. That way. <laughs> but they've got the pies that'll melt your skin. That's oh my fun. God. And, but it's, it's unlimited pies. As many as they want, they just keep coming. I did see that. That's way. the fun part, really, is that you could just go. I was wondering go. about their technology, you know. Is it, is it so advanced that they've just made it silly now? Or is it this is just ridiculous things that they've made because they're ridiculous individuals? Oh, my God. Is this, is this the product of a planet who's so technologically advanced and so intelligent that the prepubescent kids, the spoiled (laughs) geniuses that would sit around on their video games threatening to rape everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Like, these are the kids. Is this what they would use their technology and genius to do? Let's make murderous pies. Oh, my God. And popcorn that will grow... Um, piranha plant clown things. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that that kind of goes back to the thing that you were saying is like, is this a small group, Mm -hmm. a subsection of that species, (laughs) that race of uh, aliens that are just fucking weird? Yeah, like, (laughs) yeah, just some guild. Of individuals who, you know, travel through the cosmos and uh, wreak havoc every now and again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is their land party. (laughs) They're anarchists. So we've uh, we've been trying to come up with something to give an additional rating to scary movies. (laughs) This movie helped us seal the, uh, the range of the rating. Yeah. Uh, we were thinking that, you know, you need to have a scale of what we are going to now affectionately refer to as the Moody, from Moody to Loomis. For the uh, the role of murder barker in the movie. <laughs> this is the person who runs around the movie and either uh, claims that there are all these murders going on that people do or don't believe, or or completely denies them. So this is a... So you've got the <laughs> moody side of the scale. Moody. Or, sorry. You've, you've got the Loomis side of the scale where he's running around waving a gun, screaming, He's pure evil! <laughs> and then you have <laughs> the moody side of the scale who is just denying it. Is just... The entire town yeah. has come together to make me feel like I should leave and I'm crazy. The phones are ringing off the hook and he refuses to believe that anything is actually going on. <laughs> the town's is, against him. Yes. And, but when you consider Loomis, Loomis has no proof of anything until the very end of what Michael has done. Well, he saw the dog. That was it. He didn't see the guy by the road. He hasn't seen Michael kill anybody. But he just believes that it is true for him. Yeah. His faith. Just like Mooney believes and has faith that everybody is against him. Exactly. (laughs) And that's why he gets turned into a puppet. That's what you get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The Mm -hmm. whole time I was sitting there, I was wondering, 
what is he pumping through him to activate his vocal cords? Oh my god. (laughs) Is he farting into a tube that he's got like jam some? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. But. (laughs) Well, you know, clowns are famous for having little horns. I'm sure he had what he needed. That's fair. Yeah. That would have been, yeah, that would have been really funny. But that puppet part is so creepy. I love it. It (laughs) It is creepy as fuck, but I love it. This is is another one of those movies that I saw when I was very young. Too young. But I always had, I always liked it. But there are parts that when I rewatch them, I get an uneasy feeling. (laughs) So so I know that I didn't like that when I watched it. (laughs) I was young. I've definitely had that. But I always did love the um the shadow puppet <laughs> scene. That was always my favorite. No matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to the uh that uneasy feeling you were oh, talking yeah. about. That feeling of unease mm-hmm. that reminds you you saw this when you were little. Yeah. Probably too little. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there are a few movies. I can't remember all of them right now, mm-hmm. but I think it is Child's Play, mm-hmm. either one or two with the garbage truck scene. Even seeing it today, it, <laughs> you want to talk about something that hits different. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's weird the way that it hits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just mm-hmm. wanted to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about when you say that. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. Um, no, I just wish I remember that scene. I would uh, really like to talk about the made-for-movie music. Yes. That is uh, mm-hmm. just so prevalent the in the 80s. The comes from outer space. I think it's... Uh, I don't know, man. I've got a love-hate thing, I guess, with... With movies that do that. Because on one hand, I appreciate that you would love your movie enough to to make a, a song for it. On the other hand... Uh... But see, I think that... Uh... <laughs> I love how innocent your view of it is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just so naive. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing, mm-hmm. additional revenue. Mm-hmm. They're selling soundtrack. albums. Yeah, the soundtrack, right. and it's marketing. You can play these songs on the radio. It's talking about the movie directly. <laughs> I don't know that any radio station played this this theme song. Uh, I will say that. But... That's fair, but they probably <laughs> didn't have the marketing budgets of say Ninja Turtles but, or no, you're. Yeah. Any of those other big movies that were from back in the day that had soundtracks that were made for them. That had a, yeah, a, a great point. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Vanilla Ice. Oh my God. Go Ninja, Go Ninja. Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, God, those movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's not even just those. There's so many movies that have this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. common in the mm-hmm. 80s. 
I really feel like it needs to be something that is represented. Okay. We need to start tracking this. We do. Yeah. 100%. Like acknowledging this because, yeah, there's, it does leave a special kind of taste in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> After you, you watch the whole movie and then that's how they like, leave you. <laughs> greed. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, gross. This is how you want Capitalism. me to remember this? <laughs> so many. <laughs> Mouth sounds. God. I'm sorry. No, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's. <laughs> wow. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we'll start tracking that. Something else that we've talked about tracking and haven't yet. Um. Well, I think uh. Tremors had it. Is uh, who says. Fuck. fuck in the PG-13 movies. Yeah. This one, it was Mooney. Mooney did. He got the, the F word, so he gets the award. He does. I hope he's happy on his pedestal. <laughs> Fucking pedestal. <laughs> God, that dude, honestly, if there were a negative scale on the Mooney to Loomis, it would be Mooney. He just, dude wanted oh, to man. murder teenagers oh my God. for existing. He, he just slammed that dude in the back of the head with his flashlight yeah, as he was clown. walking away. He thought he could... <laughs> thought it would be totally fine to do that. Mm-hmm. And he, it would have been, and I'm sure it had been. Jeez, this wasn't man. his first rodeo. No, no. But now that Deathstalker is his partner, <laughs> <laughs> he can be stopped because Deathstalker is a hero. Not a humble hero, but a hero. <laughs> <laughs> you know the hero does always get the girl and he was uh, he was going for it pretty hard at oh the end my of this God, movie yeah. when uh <laughs> they're just watching this spaceship explode and uh what's his name mike is looking up and laughing and dave's got his hands on deb's shoulders and is smelling her hair and kissing her head yeah and Mike turns and looks and... Just looks away. Yep. Just has to look Pretends away. Pretends like he never saw He's it. armed. He's armed. <laughs> yeah. Not the time. No. Not, not the time. <laughs> but man, whew. yeah, Deathstalker does always get the girl. He does. <laughs> now it's time for the bees in my bonnet. These are the thoughts that buzz around my head and I just got to get them out. Uh, first of all, I want to applaud Mike for his romantic gesture of champagne and a raft at makeout point. <laughs> um, I think that was a, a, a great uh, romantic gesture. It's much easier to explain away <laughs> a blow-up raft than a, a blow-up mattress. Oh, wow. Damn. That's a really good point. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if that was a common thing, man. I don't know. That'd be so... Ugh. <laughs> We're going rafting. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just... Water. It was such a crappy date, I'll say. They're sitting in this raft in the back of the car... And their makeout point, top of the world, and everybody else is right there, and they can all see each other. Nobody's windows are fogged up. They're not minding their own business. They're it's all watching each paradise. other. <laughs> and you 
really is. And then she decides instead of making out with him, she'd rather chase a comet or, or you know, a meteorite, what have we you. always go to make up. Let's <laughs> go on an adventure. <laughs> Oh, and even better, he says, uh, so what about the champagne? Like, buddy, oh, I don't think that's actually champagne. Uh, you got some <laughs> Prosecco at best? Yeah, from the gas station. <laughs> actually, oh. your buddy picked it up because he has a fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably got Boone's Farm and you're calling it champagne. Oh, God. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Cooking sherry that we threw some club soda <laughs> oh, in. Oh, God. <laughs> I could see somebody pulling that bullshit. Especially <laughs> Mike, the chief. Uh, not that. Oh, that's, God. That's chief. Jesus Christ. That's the worst way to describe thing I could him have right said. Now, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> He's so racist so about racist. it. Um, he's the, the, the king of gaslighting. Yeah, I'll say that. No matter what Debbie was scared about or upset about, he told her she was wrong. She Everything was fine. She had no idea. Who cares if you've never been to a cotton candy factory like this? <laughs> Get the fuck over it. Oh, no, Joe Lombardo. <laughs> <laughs> this, this all kind of follows the consistent theme that we've talked about in almost every scary movie yeah. is the amount of gaslighting that oh, constantly happens wow, to yeah. the lead character. Yeah, nobody can believe you until it's too late. Exactly. Too and not late. only do they not believe you, they <laughs> tell you to your face that you're wrong. <laughs> Essentially, just tell you to stop. Okay? You're yeah. wrong. <laughs> Let it go. Walk away. It's Chinatown. <laughs> but okay, this... Ties in perfectly with one of the other bees in my bonnet is how do you convince somebody of an alien invasion? Jesus. Yeah, he totally said the wrong thing when he called for backup at the state police. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from outer space. That's when. They're from another planet. That's when you stop listening. Nobody. Like, they just sat there for a while. Like. <laughs> yeah, right? It was just silence. I'm like, shit, I lost him. Okay, humor him, boys. But consider a face-to-face interaction. Yeah. If somebody were to come up to me, if somebody that I knew and had known for a while or trusted told me there was an alien invasion, I don't know that I could tell them that they were wrong. If I told you that there was an alien invasion, how do you think that you would react? I would believe you. Uh, <laughs> you, I would believe. Anybody else, I would be skeptical, but still willing to listen. Yeah. Because I would ask questions. I'll I'll be honest. Not a lot of my friends are huge on um, pranks. Yeah. So I don't think that people would just be saying that to me to be a dick. Like, come outside where the aliens are. We're not gonna we, believe this. We definitely don't have a bucket of slime waiting. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to throw this fake face hugger. Oh, God. Oh, that would be terrifying. <laughs> oh, oh, they've got, not, like... Not a, friends anymore. <laughs> a face hugger costume attached to a small dog. Oh, you no. know, And it's just running around on the floor looking like it's skittering around. Not friends. Unfriended. <laughs> Exclamation Get point. Get out of my house. 
unfriended and then friended again to remind that I have unfriended. <laughs> Posting posts several times after refriending saying, we're not friends anymore. And then unfriending. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that would be. But, but if you told me, I would believe you and I'd be really fucking freaked out. Yeah, if I was like, yeah. there's fucking aliens, we gotta be really careful right now, stay away from the windows. <laughs> you know, all yeah, that stuff. that'd be pretty scary. Hmm. If if you said it to me... Uh-oh. I... <laughs> <laughs> You're Jeez. hesitating quite a bit there. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just really trying to consider the situation. I'm trying... But see, because I know you and I read you really well... And if you came up to me and you were telling me that there were aliens and you were freaked out about it, I would fucking pick up on that and there's no way that I wouldn't believe you. You also know my tendency to uh, to exaggerate and to make assumptions. Like the hawk that is trying to kill our chickens in the Listen, area. I have a lot of theories about this hawk. This we've bitch. lived here for a year and it keeps coming back now. Like it hasn't been a situation for a while. And now it's, it suddenly really is. My adversary. <laughs> Your I'll keep it away. I'll keep it away. Oh yeah. <laughs> but so we're acknowledging that it's not a hard and fast belief when I say that they're aliens. It's a Something Let me is be on high alert. weird right now. I can't explain it, so it's aliens. We need to figure something out because this is wrong. That's that's where I'd be. Um, I wish I were mad that you wouldn't just completely believe me, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm more, more realistic than that. <laughs> That's a big ask, you know. I mean, <laughs> just believe me, God. Oh no, no. <laughs> believe women. Oh God, believe bees. Oh, I do believe bees. Um, no, this is the. That's a better response than I could have hoped for. <laughs> Again, My next I, question. I feel like I'm getting closer to you. <laughs> Your next question? No, 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 no. Oh, you don't have one? Okay. All right, so we've been we've gone through a few of the, the bees in my bonnet now. Um, another was, though I saw this movie when I was young, uh, it didn't occur to me that the woman who answers the door for the pizza never intended to pay for the pizza <laughs> with money. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Um, everybody else got something different. It's not like they... Uh, the clowns busted up a pizza delivery car and gave everyone pizzas. I think somebody was heading down the driveway with the pizzas for her. Yeah. And she was looking to, um, yeah. I mean, she was wearing a, a see-through. Completely see-through. Yeah. Negligee. Yeah. I mean, if you want three or four free pizzas, that's how you do it, I guess. I mean, if I were the delivery guy. Yeah, right? Like, you know. <laughs> and then I'd come home and I'd tell you all about it. <laughs> And I'd be so mad you didn't bring one of the pizzas back. <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> <sighs> You'd be oh so happy God. for me. <laughs> um, but uh, I also wanted to point out that the clowns yeah. 
much like Michael Myers, move very slowly. (laughs) So many really scary bad guys. Yeah, and everything they do, they move slowly, which just makes it more terrifying. There's no urgency. No. We've had that conversation where certain situations where something that looks feeble Mm -hmm. but is consistently chasing you is in some cases scarier than something that looks, you know. It's that determination and persistence (laughs) through obvious, you know, pain and... And And or it's just this horrifying creature that plays on sympathy as its (laughs) lure. Oh, God. To be able to eat people. It's like, help me. It hurts real bad to try to come over here. Why are you running away? I need your help. I'm going to eat you. I, I always thought of it as something that is so weak, but will use every ounce of its strength to continue coming after you until you're, you're gone. Yeah. For training. I think that is terrifying. Yes. And not that these clowns look weak, but... They immediately look ter- immediately look terrifying. They do. They spend a lot yeah. of money on those. Uh, yeah. Those uh, special <laughs> effects that that uh, <laughs> those were really well done. I think they they actually didn't spend a lot of money. They no. They uh, worked really hard to get cheap solutions on things. That's what I read. Wow. Yeah. They did a really good job with but, those clowns. Yeah. They were creepy as fuck. I mean. When you don't consider the script, I think that they put a lot of work into this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, I think the the clowns are designed really well. They're really freaky. Um and there's a, a confidence in in the the terror there. There's no, we've got to add these things to make it scary. No, it's just fucking scary. Well, it's, it plays on a fear that a lot of people already have, which yeah. is just clowns in general. <laughs> you know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's got its own creepiness to it. Because not yeah. only do some people really have a fear of clowns, but most everybody's aware that people have a fear of clowns. And so it, everybody's a little bit dubious. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's. That's something they warn the clowns about at the Clown Academy. Oh, yeah. There will be people who are dubious. Absolutely. You. You're going to get some of side you. eye yes. while you're working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people are going to run. They're going to hurry past you sometimes. You know? oh, gonna, don't take it personal. I, I would also say that they do a good job in creativity in the kind of uh, weapons that they get to use and ways that they get to kill and capture people. Absolutely. I think they really had fun with that part of the script. Yep. And everything else just kind of (laughs) happened. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they let Deathstalker write it. Who knows? God. (laughs) He's confident enough to say he could. (laughs) The last bee in my bonnet, and we don't need to get too in-depth on it, but uh, in a situation like this, or in a an attack invasion type scenario mm-hmm. when you are able to go and grab somebody and rescue them is it your responsibility to rescue anybody else because Deathstalker even said that there were other people and he's, he said there might be other people come on why do they keep empty balloons in there right they're yeah. all full of people could have used one bullet shot down the line and... you have absolutely no idea how long it takes for the cotton candy to kill 
Mm-hmm. So who knows? Right. Although Joe Lombardo was already, uh, already deceased, it seems. I don't know. Maybe they stopped by a week earlier, um, just Ooh. to just to check the place out real quick. <laughs> Sent Snag out a scout. Up a few. Yeah, like ooh, it's a juicy bunch. <laughs> so we give Keefy Bowl ratings to gauge about how many Keefy Bowls it would take to talk through all the shit going on in, in the movies. And uh, as B mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, the script wasn't necessarily the highest priority. <laughs> um, so for this movie, we would say it's about two Keefy Bowls. Yeah. And uh, well-deserved, I think. Yeah. I mean, for what they were trying to get across, they got across. Absolutely. They they wanted to make a creepy clown slash sci-fi uh, movie, and they did it. And, they did uh, it. They were uh, they inspired mm-hmm. the uh, thought of possibility that they're the reason why jesters have immunity. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And... Uh, and they gave Deathstalker another role. <laughs> Deathstalker definitely needed more roles. Yeah. The dramatic... Where he's a hero. Yeah. The, uh, the dramatic <laughs> delivery of every line <laughs> is just, you know, so great. Mm-hmm. So great. Really adds to it. It does. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Kiefer, I Barely Knew Her. And as always, if you feel like we deserve it, please give us a like or subscribe, comment. You can find us on Instagram at KieferIBKH or on our website at KieferIBKH.com. And as always, we need to give credit to Kevin McLeod. McLeod. McLeod for the music. And keep an eye out for future episodes on Tuesdays. And we hope that you come back to see where the story takes us. <laughs> <laughs>